Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Yesterday, I came to Young Adult Care Group. I come to Young Adult Care Group and a brother asked me good three or four questions. And after I listened to the question, I think it's good to bring that question up on the stage here. So I would like to invite Kenrick to come up. Where is Kenrick? <laughs> Kenrick grew up in our church. He was born and growing up here. So from the first day. Yeah, so my name is Kendrick, if you guys do not know that. And yeah, I've been coming to this church since I was in like my mom's tummy, so for some context. Um, but I had some questions that I had uh, from the perspective of like growing up in this church. But I think this is, these questions are really good for us to clarify, even if you've been coming to this church for a very long time, to it's like your first time. So our church, we like to have Pastor Lao lay hands on people, or we believe in revival. So the first question I asked was, what, what is the purpose and why we do that? And well, yeah, what is it and, and what is the purpose? Our church believe in the laying out of hands. Now I answer him, okay, in front of you. Our church believe in the laying out of hands. The Bible say in Hebrew chapter six, therefore let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. Not laying again the foundation, the foundation mean ABC, of repentance from acts that lead to death, and of faith in God, instruction about cleansing rites, mean uh, the ceremony in the church, the baptism, water baptism, or this. And the laying on of hands, the laying on of hands is the foundation, the fundamentary doctrine of Christianity. Why God used the laying on of hand? I want to tell you. God has many ways to bless you by his presence, by his word. Laying on of hand is one of the ways that God bless you. That's why I will steal blessing from you if I don't practice the laying on of hand. Laying on of hand is number one, bring healing. Two, blessing. Three, the presence of God. The laying on of hand is used to also impart things from heaven into you. Maybe faith, maybe love, maybe understanding, or favor, or grace, or blessing. It's a way to impart from heaven into you. This is in the Bible, okay? It's not my own idea. It's the biblical idea. Therefore, we love to lay hand, can bring the Holy Spirit to you. And laying on of hand is used for casting out demons, is used for bringing the fire in the things of God into your life. Therefore, our church practice the laying on of hand so that you can be receiving something good from heaven. I never forget. I did not believe in the laying on of hand either until I got first-hand experience in 1996, I believe. I went to Portland, Oregon, and the preacher laid hand on me. I got touched by God, and when I got up from the floor, I noticed something. My faith rose up to the next level, high, 
I had very little faith at the beginning. So that laying on of hand on me imparted the faith of God into me. Actually, if you read the book of Timothy, I think Timothy, yes, Paul told Timothy that stir up the gift of God in you, like um, the fire, rekindle the fire in you, the gift of God that come by the laying on of hands of the elders on you. Laying on of hands can impart the gift. The faith, the good things, the blessing, the healing, all the good things in heaven to you. Definitely, you don't want anybody to lay hand on you. You need to have the anointed man, the man who lived holy life to lay hand on you. So that's why we practice the laying on of hand. Next. So my next question was, when we come up to get laid hands on, what should we expect to happen? Or because I noticed that many different things happen, like people can laugh or cry or demon get cast out, but sometimes... Uh, I've experienced these things, but sometimes like not, feel like nothing happened. And is that is that okay, or what should I expect? Okay. The most important thing when you come up to be prayed for is your own heart. That you come to God with desperation, with faith, and you say, "I ask you to touch me, to give good things to me." Sometimes you ask specifically, "I need more faith. I need healing." can be specific. And sometimes you say, I don't know, but you know what is best for my life. I'm going to come and to receive from you what is best for me. So you come by faith and desperation and yielding. But it's not about manifestation. You may not have any manifestation at all. You just sit there, feel nothing, but you believe that that hand will lay hand on you. God impart into your life something. You receive by faith, not by physical manifestation. But at the same time, if you have physical manifestation like crying, laughing, demon come out of you, falling down, shaking, or something happen, don't resist. Just yield. Don't fight because it's, the Lord is performing some spiritual surgery on you. Let him do it. The key is yield, don't fight, and don't worry about manifestation. You have or you don't have, it's okay because you come to receive by faith. And uh, another question was, I, uh, I noticed when you go on like mission trip to Thailand, people are like so on fire for God and have like so many testimony. And I believe it's because they're very hungry and desperate for God. And maybe Pastor Lao, you come only like one a year, one time a year. But for us, we have the blessing of having Pastor Lao most most of the year. And so I was wondering, like, how can we? Keep on having the like hungry attitude, even when you are here, being able to pray and lay hand on us. Actually, sometimes my flesh tell me, maybe I should leave this church and go stay in uh, Los Angeles. So I come here as a guest speaker. Maybe better, <laughs> because I'm here too often and people start to take it for granted. In fact, I answer Kenrick this way: the first time I seek the touch of the Holy Spirit and the laying on of hand. Even though at that time I was in the denomination that against the touch of the spirit and laying on of hand. I was in that denomination. The reason I went to get lay hand on the first time because even though I and Pastor Da were pastor, but our marriage was in jeopardy. We really don't, did not have good relationship. We were at the worst of divorce, close to divorce. Because of that, I cried out to God, God, 
Sound like Bible knowledge does not help me at all. Sound like what I try to do in the ministry does not help my marriage. Something must be done be- more than just Bible knowledge. And then I began to seek the laying of hand, the Holy Spirit. I was so desperate. So the key is desperation. The woman with the issue of blood, she had bleeding for years and the doctor could not help her. She kept getting worse to go out into the public and walk around with the bleeding from the womb in that generation was quite illegal, not accepted. But she pushed people away. She passed through the crowd. She pressed in until she touched Jesus. And before she touched the cloak of Jesus, she said, when I touch you, I shall be healed. She proclaimed it. And boom, when she touched the power flow into her. Even Jesus feel that the power flow out of him. And she was healed instantly because she came to Jesus by faith and she was desperate for help from God. The problem in the Western country is that we have everything. We have credit card, we have social security system, we have good Google and telephone and iPhone, we have everything. We are not desperate. We are fine. The third world country, they're desperate. They need God. The doctors, the medical system, not good as America. So some of them get sick and they're desperate to meet God. So the key is desperation. But desperation can be in the area of health, the finance, or maybe like me and Pasada, area of marriage. But more than that, if you think, God, I'm still far away from your plan in my life. I'm still far away from being like Jesus. I still have some bad habit. I still have some bad attitude. I still have some bad behavior and wrong mindset. I'm still immature. I struggle. I struggle. God, I'm desperate. I want to change. Could you please help me? I'm still far away from being like you. Then when you get desperate that way, not just only finances or marriage or job or anything, but your spiritual walk, you get desperate. You say, hey, Pastor Lao lay hand. I'm going to come out so that God can work in me to move me from here to here. Next time, from here to here. And I become like Jesus more and more. From glory to glory to glory. So the key is desperation. I need help. God, I cannot do this on my own. I need you to touch me, change me, fill me up. And that's why in a third world country or in the mission trip, people are more desperate and come to be prayed for because they are so far away from us. So I hope I answer you. Yep. That's it? Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. I think these are good questions so you understand my heart and what the Bible say about laying on of hand and why we do this thing. I know that our church is not traditional church like that. Just come and sing three hymns and three hers and then give money and listen to 15 minutes sermon and go home. I tell you the truth. I try to follow the Bible the most I can. Our church come from the background of the pastor used to be in evangelical church which means you are safe. Okay, I received Jesus. I'm saved. My name is recorded in the heaven now, in the book of life. Oh, good. Thank God. 
Then I moved to Baptist Church, which teach the Bible a lot. Learn the Bible, learn the Bible, learn the Bible. Oh, being a Christian, we need to be saved, and now we need to know the Bible. Then I moved to the charismatic church, speaking in tongue. Then I believe in speaking in tongue and be filled with the Holy Spirit. But after I have all this, I still have problem, trouble. Then I say, must be more than that. Then I begin to seek the touch of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God, so that I will be the true disciple of Jesus Christ. That's why I welcome the fire of God into our church. You remember Jesus said to the disciple before he went up to heaven, he said, hey guy, wait in Jerusalem until you're filled with the power from on high and you're filled with the fire of God. So all the disciples in the upper room, 120 disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. So the early church disciples were filled with the fire of God, not just the Holy Spirit. So I say, okay, I need to follow the Bible, then I welcome the fire. Then later on, God said to me, you need to be my bride, holy bride. You need to be holy and pure and righteous. So God started to show me that we are not just an organization. We need to have righteousness and holiness in the church. Then God lead me step by step. I never leave the old way. I keep everything good, keep, keep them. And keep adding, adding, adding. So basically, New Hope International Church is following the whole Bible. Whatever God say, we want to be the book of Acts church. Everything the Bible say here, we're going to follow. We are not a denomination. We are not an organization. We are the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever God show me in the Bible, I will practice in this church. Amen. Amen. So that is the church you are in. Be serious about being disciple and follow what God say. So we have mixture of evangelical, Baptist, charismatic, revival, holiness, and preparing to meet Jesus, all these things, because we want to follow the whole Bible. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ and become a born-again Christian. You may grow up in a Christian family. Your mom has taken you to church, but you never invite Jesus into your heart yourself. Why don't you do that? You have faith, you confess with your mouth, and Jesus will come into your life. How many people want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. How many people want to have God as your daddy? Amen. Pray with me right now. Speak out loud. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I have sinned against you. I have done wrong things. But you are the forgiving God. You forgive me. You pay the price for me. The price of sin. You sent Jesus Christ, your son, to die on the cross, to shed his blood, to pay for the witches of my sin. And give me healing, righteousness, life, prosperity, blessing, acceptance. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God. 
you were raised from the dead on the third day. You are the living God. Come into my life. Sit on the throne of my life. I will follow you and obey you. Become your disciple from today on. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise God. Good prayer. Very important prayer. Why don't we stand up and sing a song, and after that we can fellowship, and the prayer team will pray for you. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. This is my daily bread This is my daily bread Your very word Spoken to me And I my brown sister here and on the live stream shall live a healthy life, blessed, prosperous, and fruitful. They shall be the salt and the light of the world. Lord, I don't care what's going on that is attacking them, Lord. We command that the enemy shall be defeated and they will all pass the test and they will all overcome all the temptations, Lord. Lord, get them higher and higher to be the head, not the tail. And we declare the blessing of Abraham will go down to the thousand generations. Our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids are going to be blessed by you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and they will love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.